back to Not Another Pop Culture Pod. Hi, Danny. Hello, Sean. You're right. I'm all right. Yeah. How the are you? The sun is shining is. in Manchester. Could it be better? For once. I know. It makes a change from all the gloomy miserableness yeah. that we've had for the past oh, like yeah. six months or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, definitely. I feel like when I can pull out my fur coats during the day, I'm a happy Danny. <laughs> no rain. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so what's brought you joy this week? Tell me something that's made you really happy since the sun is shining and the birds are singing. I think it is actually the sun. Do you know, I've had like a pretty miserable week, (laughs) to be honest. I've been so ill this week. Like various different things. I've had, I'm pretty sure I've had a sinus infection wisdom tooth coming through like it's not been a it's not been a good week (laughs) it's been a tough one it's because I made her laugh so much when we recorded our last episode (laughs) that that she just got ill straight after (laughs) I did like that literally there was a whole section we cut from the last episode where I was having an asthma attack and then the day after I woke up like (laughs) so ill so I'll try not to be as funny (laughs) this time it's difficult it's difficult for you (laughs) but yeah I think the sun just it makes all the difference, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, I think it does. I just woke up this morning later than I intended. <laughs> but I was just like, oh my God, this just just lifts your mood and it makes you just feel so good, doesn't it? Yeah, just like getting out for a little walk today was, was just so nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just didn't... Me and Joe were meant to be going to like play adventure golf or something. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to be indoors. Let's yeah, save that for when it's waste, raining. It? Yeah, exactly. Let's do something like go for a wander instead and have a nice roast dinner. Oh, it's yes. so nice. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to going for a roast dinner. It is Sunday today, so you know, <laughs> it's got to be done. I you know. Good chicken roast. Yeah. Are you a chicken girl? I see. Yes. <laughs> I wish I was like a I wish I was like vegan vegetarian but I find because I'm gluten free so many of the like alternatives are just made of pure gluten. Oh really? So for me it's either like all out vegetables <laughs> or <laughs> <And> <laughs> rice. <laughs> yeah. No, chicken is the best I think. Yeah. Like, so many people I know are like no lamb's the best and I'm just like I can't get behind that. No, there's, me neither. There's something about the texture of lamb that just kind of puts me off. I'm not even a, like, I'm not a big meat fan, to be honest. I don't like lamb. I don't really like roast beef. Mm. My grandma used to always cook, like, ham. You know, like a big ham, like a gammon. Oh, I just, no. It's not for me. <laughs> no, me <laughs> it's not neither. For me. No, at Christmas, my mum was like, I'm making a ham. And I was like... Uh, I know great. my mum does the same. My dad eats it. It's fine. But oh, yeah, I my know. dad eats it. And I'm not a turkey person either. No, we sacked off the turkey this year. Yeah, we just had we, chicken. We just had chicken. Yeah, it's so much better and it's so much cheaper. Who wants yeah. to pay like seventy five quid from M and S for a turkey? You're not even going to eat all of that turkey. And it's dry. In the bin. It's so dry. Yeah. And if you do eat it, you have to eat it for like a thousand <laughs> yeah. years after. And it's like turkey no. curries forever. Oh, don't even. <laughs> definitely not for me so talking of disgusting turkeys (laughs) (laughs) what's the segue where are we going (laughs) well we're gonna have to go into our ick of the week to be honest aren't we so (laughs) rather than our pick because turkey is not my pick yeah but our ick of the week is something that we want to mention but we obviously are not really clued up enough to really do a deep dive into everything that's been going on and 
um, we just kind of want to talk about how both of our icks are people kind of not taking the Russia-Ukraine situation seriously. Yeah, I think... I think really, like, for me, the thing that's really, like, pissed me off this week is it's it's fine enough making, like, jokes and memes and trying to make a serious situation lighthearted. Yeah, like people did with COVID. Yeah. You know, it was obviously horrendous for some people, but the memes kind of made people come together, but... But I think some of the, the jokes and things I've seen around, like, the Russia-Ukraine conflict are just really insensitive and... I think it's very easy for people to just pretend that, you know, this war isn't, like, real or if it doesn't affect them, it's not, like, that big of a deal. But it, it is. There are people dying. Yeah. I think for for a lot of people, it's a lack of awareness, but it's also a kind of ignorance that, like you say, it's almost like, well, it's not affecting us at this very moment, so let's just get on with everything and let's kind of be light-hearted to the point that we are being insensitive it's like the reels that i see on instagram like sorry can't go to war in ukraine because i've just had my nails done mm-hmm. and i'm like Ooh, is now the time or the it's place? definitely never the time no. or the place like there there isn't a situation that that could be funny in because it's obviously going to be about a serious issue yeah do the work learn what you can learn about the situation you know, we, we are not all historians and particularly politically active or anything like that, but that's fine. We don't all have to be really intelligent no. and, you know, and clued in to this particular issue. But I do think when you've got a wealth of information at your fingertips, because there are so many things on Instagram, rather than being the dickhead 1% that shares the, you know, the dumb comments about like why you can't go to what like, oh, and you ain't going to war anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, grow up. It's just kind of, it is icky. I do see these memes and stuff and I think, ooh, no. Like, who, like I'm not laughing at that. I don't find that funny. No, to me be neither. And I'd be very shocked if anybody found it funny, to be honest, yeah. because it's a very serious thing. It's, it could potentially have very serious repercussions for the West as well. So you, we might all be kind of sat in our ivory towers right now, but... Who knows what could happen in the future? Exactly. We don't want people laughing at us if we were in the same situation. So why is everybody finding it okay to be like, oh, that's funny? It's not. It's definitely it's just not. not. But yeah, that's my two <laughs> <laughs> It's just not okay, guys. But so we've yeah. we've come in with like a really serious start to the podcast. Ever. <laughs> Do you know what's so funny is going into the pick of the weeks now. You know how, like, two minutes ago, before we started recording, we were taking the mick out of Lorraine Kelly? (laughs) No, we weren't, because Lorraine Kelly is a queen. Not only is she a queen, she's a Sagittarius No, but but we we were taking the mick out of the fact that, like, it was going around this week that she started off her show talking about the Ukraine conflict and then just jumped into talking about Avril Lavigne's new album and that's literally what we're just and that's about literally to do. what we're about to do <laughs> the thing is though I feel like it's one of the it's like the elephant in the room isn't it if you don't address it it's disrespectful we, like I said we're not going to go into like the ins and outs of it because that's not what this podcast is about yeah. like we're not a political podcast we're both reasonably intelligent people <laughs> but we don't know enough about it to come on here and throw our hat into the ring and be like, right, this is, this is it. 
you know, this is everything I there mean, is to know. for yourself, Daniel. A politics degree. <laughs> Shut Never up, forget. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, definitely. Like, But we have to kind of bring it into the conversation yeah. in a way that fits into this kind of podcast because it's not okay for people to take the mickey out of something so... No. So serious. It's, it's just not a funny situation. No. There's no funny angle to it. But... But yeah, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, doing that really awkward Lorraine Kelly segue at the moment. Unfortunately, I don't have Avril Lavigne to talk to with me right here. What but... do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but pick picks of the week. My pick of the week is the new Avril Lavigne album, Love Sucks. Are you excited? It's so good. <laughs> I've not actually <laughs> listened to it. Yeah. Is I love it. Better it. than Machine Gun Kelly. He's on one of the tracks. Um, but apart from that (laughs) let's hope it's better than emo girl (laughs) oh no their song together is a lot better than emo girl is it yeah what's it called um that's a good question i can't remember i was listening to it this morning like i did that thing where i've put the put the album on Mm. um and just kind of let it yeah like shuffle or do you listen to an album in the order, or do you shuffle it first uh, time the, round? The first time I listened to it, I listened to it in the order. Yeah, same, because I feel like that's how they intended it to go yeah. out. Maybe there's well, a story. That, there will, even, do you remember, like, Adele, um, like, a few weeks ago when she released her album, she had Spotify remove the shuffle album button. Oh, yeah, so that people had to listen yeah. to it in the specific order. Yeah. I can't blame her. You work your arse off on something. Exactly. You want people to, like, feel it with you. You don't want somebody to be like, oh, I want to listen to track nine because I like the sound of it. Yeah. Like, the word Like, if cool. people want to shuffle it, they can, there's still ways around it to do that. But I think the problem was, like, on Spotify, when you went on to an album, mm. there wasn't just a play button at the top. There was a big green shuffle button. Oh, uh, yeah. Rather than just a play. Yeah. I have noticed that before. Whereas now, like, so if you wanted to shuffle it, I think you could play the album and then just click the little shuffle button at the bottom or something. But I think the first time you listen through something, like, it's important. Like you say, there's, like, a structure and stories. And sometimes there are, like, um, you know, links between the tracks and things like that, which I think are really nice. But, yeah, Love Sucks by Avril Lavigne. Actually, I've figured out with this podcast, if our listeners are on Spotify Premium... We can actually add songs in. So if you're listening on Spotify Premium now, I'm going to add Love Sucks, the title track from that album for you so that you can take a cheeky listen. She's techie. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) So yeah, Danielle, what is your pick of the week? So this week, I, after two years, is that how long it was since it's been since the start of COVID? Yeah, nearly, yeah. Oh my god! Oh yeah, like, yeah, we're in February Literally, now. we're at the end of February, yeah. so, oh, where does the time go? It feels <laughs> like I've been in some sort of, like, time machine, and I've just kind of gone forward two years without much really happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but, so for the first time in two years, I went back to swimming, <gasps> And I thought I was going to be horrendous. I was like, I've never forgotten how to swim, but did really well. Did 50 lengths and I was buzzing. Anyway, I noticed the whole time that this, because I went to women's swim for the first time, because I was like, sometimes I've noticed, and you know, in the past I've had experiences where men have like tried to kind of bully me out of the fast lane yeah. because they think 
they're better swimmers than I am. So I wanted to go to women's swim for the first time because I was like so much more chilled. Like nobody's going to at you in the swimming yeah. pool and start like getting all laggy. And I was like, obviously kind of treating myself as a newbie sort of thing. It will be so much better. And um, the lifeguard was obviously a woman as well. And I could kind of see her like every time I was like, looking up at her for whatever reason, like just kind of, you know, assessing the situation <laughs> to see where I could like kind of, you know, jib in and like swim around people and stuff. She was like looking at me and I was like, I wonder like, I wonder why I like how strange. I was like, does she like my swimsuit? <laughs> like, does she like my hair? <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, she came over to me when I was leaving at reception and she was like, can I just say that you are the most elegant and graceful and fastest swimmer that I've ever seen? Ooh. yes you can say that to me and I was like well I've never been called graceful before so I'll take that um, she was like um I'm a swimming teacher and I've never seen anybody with like the posture that you have and I was just like get this bitch into the Olympics (laughs) like I was buzzing it made my day and she was like come back and I was like bitch I will yeah oh that's so nice though I know I it oh I was just buzzing and I am gonna go back yeah. tomorrow night <laughs> she can look at my posture again <laughs> yeah it was just really good to because it was always my thing when I was younger like I used to kind of do it not professionally but like in a sports team for Stockport so it felt like oh I've still got it yeah <laughs> like over 10 years on 15 years <gasps> on <gasps> she old <laughs> But yeah, we it just talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Age is just a number. <laughs> but yeah, it just kind of gave me that little boost to kind of want to go back, to want to kind of be healthier, to want to exercise more and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, obviously this is not an advertisement for like being insanely healthy <laughs> or anything because uh, who is she? Yeah, <laughs> but it's not, yeah, not for us. <laughs> it's just good to like do exercise though, I think, because it's hard to make yourself do it but when you do it you feel so good for it yeah and I think the more you do it you get used to it and it isn't actually as hard yeah to like get yourself into the gym or out for a run or for a swim it's just getting out and doing it that's the hardest thing it's psyching yourself up isn't it yeah like I I to be honest haven't really this year I think I've only been out for a run like twice I don't think I've set foot in the gym yet yeah this year I think you know sometimes your priority is just not that is it and that's okay yeah life is crazy <laughs> like it I just know. is there's always like so much other stuff you know going exactly. on but like I do want to get back into the gym <laughs> yeah. this week when you work like full time it is hard to find that nice balance because at the yeah. weekend you want to see a friend you want to see a family you want to do the nice stuff during the week by the time you finish work Nine out of ten times, you're just like, I can't be bothered to do anything except cook and then go to yeah, bed and exactly. watch a film. I think especially when you are work from home, because even though you've, like, cut that commute time out, the fact that you're already home is like, oh, I don't really want to... Can you just, like, I don't want to leave now. <laughs> can you believe that I used to commute four hours? Oh, my God. A day. It's, like, ridiculous, isn't it? Like, how? Yeah. I- I just can't. <laughs> that is how I got into Bookster though. Like, cause I got so into reading cause I'd take a book on my commute. And by the time I got back home, I'd have finished it. <laughs> cause it was just so long and I'd have nothing else to do. 
at first I was kind of going on my phone on the train and stuff and but it made me feel really travel sick yeah like all the kind of motion and like the motion of whatever was going on on my phone and stuff made me feel like I was gonna hurl <laughs> so I was like I need a book because obviously it's not a screen it's just nice words on yeah a page. so so look at you now I know Little Miss Bookstagram. About 350 <laughs> books later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I wonder how many I've actually read since I started work in 2020. Because I didn't used to, um, I didn't used to track on Goodreads. Yeah. Like f- until 2021. So I genuinely do wonder how many books I read that year. Probably over 100, I reckon. Oh. <laughs> it was like, sometimes I get to the point where I get to Liverpool Lime Street Station and like buy a book at Waterstones to read on the way Oh my back. God. <laughs> She's addicted. <laughs> There's worse things to be addicted to. There definitely are. Like books. <laughs> you can't really go wrong with books. No, you? they're just great. And they're so fun to buy as well. <laughs> um, so what have you been watching this week? You've obviously been not well, so you've had a lot more time on your hands. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, like the beginning of this week, I, I was listening to a, a podcast um that I really like called The Final Girls. It's like a horror movie podcast, but kind of told like reviewing movies, but through like a feminist sort of lens, um, which is pretty much every podcast I listen to <laughs> at this point. Doing it for the girls, yeah. Um, but they're doing a series at the minute on like teen horror, which is my favorite genre of movie like (laughs) ever so I I listened to an episode on Final Destination this was on like Monday um and then I watched Final Destination that night and then I decided I was like why don't I set a challenge to watch a teen horror movie like every day this week (laughs) just because I was ill and I wasn't in the office and stuff this week so I had a lot more time to, like you say, be sitting around yeah. watching stuff. And I wanted to, like, re-watch movies that I've watched before. Um, it's going to sound really weird as well, that genre, like, that is kind of, like, my comfort movies. They're the kind of films that I like to, to like, get in bed and watch when I'm feeling ill. Oh. Or sad or something. <laughs> Because you want to scare yourself. Well, no, but that's <laughs> the, the thing. Sadness. Like, I don't find them scary anymore. Yeah. I think, especially because they're ones I've seen before. Yeah. And a lot of them I've seen multiple times, you know. I, like, I can rewatch my favourite movies, like, <laughs> over and over again. So there is something, like, kind of comforting about them to me. So, yeah, I've done six out of seven. <laughs> my God. We're on What's the, on the agenda tonight? I don't know. So... Right, so I did Final Destination. The first one. The first one. That is so creepy. I hate it. Yeah. It's the playing. I know, but see, I watched that film. The first time I watched that, I was about 12, like, or 11. Really? (laughs) Thank God. So it doesn't creep me out anymore. Um, The second film I watched, I did uh, Battle Royale. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, it's such a great film. It's a Japanese film essentially like the author of hunger Games says she doesn't she didn't rip this off but she 100 percent did because <laughs> all these kids get put into an island <gasps> i've heard about and they this have to like fight to the death somebody at work told me that if i like squid game i'd really oh, like yeah, it this is like predates like like this is the original like fight to the death yeah you know movie but it's type thing kids yeah it's like teen the school kids like That's teenagers pretty... 
pretty gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so that is uh, like again. Is the it first, on Netflix? Though? I think I watched that on Prime. Oh, the first okay. time I watched that film. I remember I watched it on my 14th birthday. Sean! At my 14th birthday party, like, all my friends came around, we had a sleepover, and we just stayed up and watched horror movies all night. Oh, my God. The so, opposite of me at 14. Yeah, like, like, exactly. These are, like, these are the films I've been watching since forever. I was a child. So, yeah, that was, like, second. Um, third was, like, an indie film called Ginger Snaps. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No. So, it's... Uh, about these two sisters um, and one of them becomes a werewolf like that's not a really like good (laughs) description of it Um, but that whole film like okay so the the analogy is becoming a werewolf is getting your period Oh, so it like they call it the curse they call the period getting your period the curse and it it's kind of like a horror movie about like becoming a woman and sexuality okay it's really cool again i started what i like i watched that film when i was like 14 15 the first time yeah um and it's like a really like underrated film i feel like not a lot of people know about it yeah no, i've never even yeah. heard of it i think it was kind of like a small like canadian film it was you know sort of like like I said, indie, kind of like on the fringe of mm. things. Um, but it's really cool, and it's just one of those films that I've loved. You know, I think because being a teenage girl and watching like a horror movie about teenage girls and sexuality and becoming a woman, I think it's just like a really special film. For yeah. Me. Um, yeah, you found it relatable when yeah, you watched it, and now definitely. it's like nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. And then I, um, after that, directly after that, the day after, I watched Jennifer's Body. Which I love that film. Jennifer's Body is like my ultimate comfort horror movie. <laughs> um, and I never noticed the similarities between Ginger Snaps and Jennifer's Body before. So um, I don't think you've seen Jennifer's Body either, have you? With Megan Fox no, and Amanda Seyfried. No. So basically, like Jennifer, uh, which is Megan Fox, she tries to well a band try to sacrifice her as a virgin to satan (laughs) (laughs) so that they can get fame and like rich and whatever but she's like as like minimal spoilers as possible she isn't a virgin so the sacrifice kind of goes wrong and she becomes um a succubus and goes around like eating boys (laughs) essentially (laughs) oh my god but again another like feminist yeah. horror movie about there's a know, theme teenage here. girls yeah <laughs> and that theme kind of has continued because i went straight into carrie after that which again is the original of the, the no the, the 76 always yeah yeah never that remake that's no. a ter- terrible film never watch <laughs> no the original is so yeah. good but it's again so like i like i feel like i watched three movies in a row which were all like female monster Mm. Um, you know, talking about like female sexuality and periods, periods, <laughs> becoming a woman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like obviously that's a really good genre of movie, and people should make more of them. Um, and then I've watched Heather's. That was the last one I watched, which technically isn't a horror movie. It's more of like a a comedy, like crime movie. Oh. Um, but it is quite creepy. So I was like, you know what? It's going it out. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah. quite the movie Ooh. marathon. Bloody hell, what a week. <laughs> and I've got one more. 
before today and I don't know what to watch. I don't know. Oh, I can't really help you. I know, I was like <laughs> looking at you like, I don't know. I don't know any horror movies. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. See, usually I would pick a Scream movie. But I was going to say Scream. I just rewatch them all. To watch the, to watch the, the one, one in the cinema. Yeah. Is that any good, the one in the oh, cinema? It's so good. It I've never so watched good. them, but um, Joe saw that um, the new one was out and he was like, oh, we should go see it. And I was like, I've never seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like the thing is with that one, it's so like meta and like pulls from all the other ones. That, that you wouldn't you, get it. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I feel like I, I just do need to kind of watch them. I think, are they funny? Yeah, so they're like they're not like outright comedy, but there's like subtle like nuances, yeah. you know. I have seen it on Gogglebox, but I've never <laughs> like watched um the whole. Thing, oh, you definitely should. should. Yeah, I feel like it once you're sat down and once you're in the mood for a film, which for me happens very rarely. <laughs> it is good. It's like exercising. Yeah. What, once you're there it's great once you're watching a film it's great but it's just trying to make me sit down for two hours I'm just I know. like that's like no. me with a book though yeah <laughs> it's like opposite <laughs> yeah talking about books oh my gosh so I'm reading My Policeman at the minute and it's going to be made into a film with Harry Styles swoon we'll be watching that one 100% <laughs> but I feel like it's going to be so so sad because it's like love triangle oh no and I'm just like and it's of also, um, like, the main man character, I don't know whether he's bisexual or gay, but he's in love with a man and he's married to this woman. And I'm like... <gasps> Is it going to be one of those, like, epic, you the know, drama's gonna sad come. story? Yeah, and I feel like I've already, like, welled up at it. <laughs> I'm like, this does not happen to me. But, like, we were talking before, I just think, love triangles possibly the hardest like most sad genre like what's it called like a trope yeah that there is because enemies to lovers amazing like (laughs) work relationship amazing i don't know like discovering your sexuality or whatever you know these these are all ones that i'm like oh this is good i'm (laughs) on the edge of my seat but love triangles there's always a loser that's very true is there a loser if you're just discovering your you know who you want to be who you want to love like I don't think there is unless you go around specifically targeting people (laughs) or whatever but you know I've never read a book like that but yeah I just feel like it's gonna be a deep one but see I I think the thing with love triangles is though I think it depends on the kind of book because for me whenever I've read like love triangle it's always been you know like twilight (laughs) (laughs) yeah the hunger games or like something like that do you know what I mean where it's kind of like trivialized and you I don't know I feel like there's always a clear winner really yeah you kind of know who the end game is I think that that is how it's set out here but at the same time you don't want it to be that way you you almost feel so sorry for the woman involved in the situation because because it's set in the 1950s, being not straight was not acceptable. Yeah. It's just the way that it was. And I think this, the policeman in the story had to marry the woman to make it seem like he was straight because otherwise he could have lost his job, his livelihood, you know, his money, everything like that. So 
he almost would have been putting his career and life on the line to be with the man that he loved. And that makes me so annoyed and so angry that, you know, things like that are happening now in America. They passed that bill, like, don't say gay. What the hell? Oh, it genuinely makes me want to scream. How dare they actively persecute LGBTQ plus people? It just baffles me. Why does it matter who somebody else loves? I know. Explain I just, like, I, that I, I to me. I can't comprehend it. It's so weird. Like, <laughs> I'm just sat here like, what? Yeah, it like, I, I don't really have like words to... No. To talk I would about it love it's like for me I just cannot understand it no I'd love to have a, a debate with somebody that wholeheartedly thought that LGBTQ plus people their lives their relationships everything about them shouldn't be discussed in schools I would want my child to know as much as possible oh, yeah. about the world 100% why would you want your child to live in ignorance because they're only going to go out and see, like, gay people for themselves. Exactly. And they won't know how to react, to handle the situation, because they've not been taught about it. It's not like we live in a world where, you know, everyone within that community is still, like, closeted. Yeah. People are out, you know, living free. And Good. If, if children aren't learning about that in school... They're going to learn about it anyway. <laughs> exactly. I just think, imagine keeping your child in your house, sheltering it from everything in the world and being like, telling your child that only blonde people exist. Yeah. And then that your child goes out into the big, wide, scary world and sees that there are people that don't fit into that category. How are they going to react? They're going to become bigoted, horrible, like scared yeah. of these people that... You should have just have taught your child about them. And I kind of think there are some parents that will take it upon themselves to teach their children about people that are not straight. But nine out of ten people, it seems, are just going to be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. We'll, yeah. Just, we'll just live in a society that actively doesn't teach our children or people about anything to do with other people's, like, marginalised people's rights. Oh, it just baffles me. I really hope by, like, the time that I have kids... The world's better. Yeah. <laughs> I know. If, if I ever decide to have them. <laughs> I know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because it is. the world is so horrible. Like, there, do, there's do joy. Do you want to bring, like, a child into it, this world? That's like, what I've seen, like, people arguing on, um, on social media and stuff. Like, why would I want to bring a child into the world when there's climate change, hatred, all these kind of things? But then I'm like, your child could be an amazing political leader exactly they could cure xyz disease they could you know do whatever but my fear is always my child would become a serial killer (laughs) (laughs) my mum's like the chances of that are very slim and i'm like but what if (laughs) i don't want the next ted bundy (laughs) oh well do you know you've got to have like a child that's not a um oh which kind of sign is it mutable mutable sign I oh. think that's you. That's me. Yeah. Ted Bundy was a Sag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I think, like, Sagittarius, Virgo. I want to say Gemini and Pisces. Not I Taurus. Think. 
No, I think it's Virgo, you know. Is it? That's the, the, the mutable earth sign. But apparently the mutable, like, out of all the serial killers, like, they're more likely to be a mutable sign. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Not me. No. <laughs> but yeah, I just... It's a weird one, isn't it? I just think... every. I just don't know how everybody isn't at stage yet that they just kind of think, let people live. I know. Just let them be who they want to be. Because exactly. if it doesn't affect you, if someone's not going around murdering people or, you know, being a general wrongan, <laughs> like, just let them do what they yeah. want. Why would I care that one of my friends liked the same gender person? I don't give two. No, it doesn't either. affect me. How does it affect me in any way, shape or form? It doesn't. The end of the conversation. So at the start of 2021, I think it was, I read The Hating Game and I absolutely loved it. And it's one of those books that kind of divides people. Some people are like, oh, loving enemies (laughs) to lovers so much. And like a workplace romance vibe. And I completely agree because I loved it so much. But Last night, you told me that you'd watched the film and I want to know, how (laughs) was it? Because I might watch it at some point. No promises. Right, so (laughs) while I do love a teen horror, my second favourite genre of movie is like... Rom-com. (laughs) Rom-com. I love it. The the worst, usually, the better for me. You know, like the cheesier. Yeah. I just love them. (laughs) And... I actually thought The Hating Game wasn't, like, that bad of a movie. Um, I think it was, like, straight to Prime, you know? Like, it was made for Prime. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a cinema release, I No, it think. wasn't. And you can tell, like, it's not a big blockbuster movie. Is it the best film I've ever seen? No, it's not the worst by any stretch. Yeah. It's so tropey, so cringy, so cheesy. <laughs> but I loved it. (laughs) I think it actually only gets 5.6 out of 10 on Prime, which I thought was quite harsh. I had an IMDb 6.3. Oh, okay. Which, to be fair though, IMDb, like men on IMDb are just awful people. (laughs) Everything that's not some like, I don't know, really like nuanced drama. Yeah. Anything that's like made for women or made for like people under the age of, 30 tends to just get bad reviews okay. on IMDb. In my, I like spend a lot of time <laughs> scrolling <laughs> the reviews on, <laughs> on IMDb when I'm watching stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think actually a 6.3 isn't that bad for a streaming service rom com yeah. to have on IMDb. Would you agree with the 6.3 rating? I, yeah. I think I would. I maybe like a six point five. Yeah. I, it's nowhere near a seven. I don't think it was like low enough to be a six. <laughs> <laughs> I think somewhere like in the middle of that region. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Might make Joe watch it because, as everybody's probably realised, I'm not really a film person. So I'm <laughs> never like, oh, let's watch a film. I want to watch a rom com. I used to be obsessed with rom coms when I was like. 12 I think 500 days of summer was like my favorite film for like five years and then I was like actually I don't like films <laughs> all I want to do is watch peep show on repeat yeah. when I was at uni oh gosh but um I had to remember the days of like tinder <laughs> and I would have like a peep show 
quote in my bio. Yeah. Because I was, you know, unique. (laughs) (laughs) And so many boys would, like, respond to the quote and I was just like... I feel like today's version of that is always sunny. Like, every guy has, like, an always sunny quote in his bio. Uh, You're just the same as everybody (laughs) else. Yeah, exactly. I was just trying to be cool and entice people with my (laughs) quick wit and my comedy prowess, but... Yeah. Oh, do you know my favourite thing though? Like, and this goes back to last week's episode. My favourite thing last night while I was watching the hating game that I had to pause it for like 10 minutes because you messaged me like, Sean, get on Mario Kart now. <laughs> <laughs> the demand. <laughs> and can I just say that I whooped her you ass? I <laughs> did. I told you. I told you I was... 4-0. Bad. At Mario Kart. Well, I was like very close. It, well, oh, you like... I was on a bike as well and... Yeah. I should have changed that you up. Gone you were on like a quad. Yeah, I was on a quad with like mega wheels. Yeah. King Boo does not fail me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was obviously Pink Gold Peach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, King Boo is actually my favourite Mario character ever. Like, I don't know why. Oh. It's just... He just gives me the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hun. It's the way that every time he jumps up, he goes... Wah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's a bit of me. <laughs> But yeah, it was. We need to do that again. You it need to have fun, a practice. Yeah. What do you mean have me? a practice, Danielle? All I do is practice. <laughs> Wait, do you play Mario Kart all the time? I play it quite a lot. Do you? Yeah, it's like one of those games. You know, like when I'm like waiting around for something, I'm like, oh. yeah, because I've got just like a Switch Lite and it's so small. Yeah, you can just have just, a quick game. Yeah, yeah. I got. Um, well, I didn't get Joe got um, <laughs> Mario. Party Superstars? Is that the board game one? Yes, I've played that. Have you got it? No, my sister has it. Oh my gosh, yeah. You should, like, can you do that online too? I don't know, but I don't really... I'm trying to remember, like... I don't know if I can play that on the light. I don't know if you need uh, motion like, Yeah, Yeah. Well, the next time you come around to mine to record the <laughs> podcast, we should have a game, because it is like, oh, it's so frustrating. Every time Joe wins, and I'm just like... How do you do it? I said to him, he's he's like rigged the game so only he can win. And I'm just there coming third. Like, I'm not impressed. But I do quite like a game that's involved like that. I I don't think I'd ever sort of play on my own. Like if I wasn't last night playing with, you know, you. Yeah. I don't think I would have gone on there bashing it for like hours (laughs) on my own. Like I'd rather just read. But yeah, it is fun. Oh, do you know what I really want, though? Which, again, I don't know if I can play on the light. Well, <laughs> there would literally be no point of me playing it on the light. But we Sports, they've made a Switch. No way. Version of it, like <gasps> Wii Sports Resort or something. Oh, Jim! <laughs> Get it! Yeah, Switch games are well expensive, though, aren't they? Like, nearly 50 quid. Oh, I know. It's mad! You have to take out, like, a mortgage for a I know. Switch game. I remember when you used to go buy video games, it cost, like, 25 quid, 30 quid or something, and that was expensive. Yeah, I mean, I think I bought the Bratz video game for, like, 20 <laughs> quid. Gamer girl. <laughs> oh, I used to love the Bratz video game. I can't even describe my love for the Bratz franchise. <laughs> it's just the best thing I ever. I had a Barbie, like, PC game. So did I. When I was, Which like, one five. was it? Um... I can't remember, but she was, like, in her mansion, Uh, and you just did, like, little things in the mansion, and she had a stables. This is, like, the one thing that, like, (laughs) my my family's, like, obsessed with this, so she had a stables, and you could, like, dress her up as a cowgirl, 
<laughs> and she had like this like yellow ensemble and if you put yellow cow cowboy boots on her she'd go like yellow boots are cool <laughs> oh my um, God. like my family just like say that you know like... all the time <laughs> <laughs> it's a memorable quote yeah <laughs> oh, i love that i had the barbie game where she was in a hotel and like you could go on a speedboat and there was this game where you could like ride the waves and like avoid the um what do you call them are they called boys boys yeah americans call them buoys avoid the buoys (laughs) yeah so you wanted to avoid the buoys basically (laughs) and it was so intense but so good and you could go paragliding and that sounds like a a little bit more it was action filled i loved it It i'm talking like i think i had this video game in about 1996 Okay, it yeah. was like on a disc you put into the PC. Yeah, mine was, but it was in like probably ninety nine. I like, can't believe I just like explained what a video game is, <laughs> as if I'm like twelve. <laughs> so once upon a time, <laughs> yeah, no, I had one of those big, you know, like a huge yeah. computer. Yeah, 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 like with the back. I still that have was like the ten um, inches. We still have the disc somewhere. Do you about like? Five years ago, my my dad found it and we put it into the computer. We were like, we went to find the like yellow boots are cool thing on it. Yeah. Did you find it? Yeah. Oh my god! So it still worked. Yeah. That is mad. I really, really want a PS2 so that I can play the best I video miss game. PS2. It was the best. Yeah. Like. I think the worst thing for me was when I got when we got the PS3. I'm saying we like I'm talking back in the days when I still lived at home and. Me and my sister got a joint PS3. Did you? Yeah. But you can play PS2 games on it. You can, like, back play. And oh. I think... I don't know, like, if you can back play on the latest PlayStations, but that was, like, the worst thing ever. Because I think we got rid of the PS2. Oh. And so we can back play any of the old games. After my PS2, that was where my gaming career ended. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, I had the pink Game Boy. Do you remember the flip one that was colour? But it wasn't a Game Boy colour. It was just called Game Boy, I think. And it was the pink... Game Boy Advance. Yes, the Game Boy Advance. SP. And it was like a metallic pink. Yeah. And I used to like whack it out in school. <laughs> and like, you know, the days where you could take toys in in primary school. And I used to like, take Tamagotchi. Oh my god, Tamagotchi. My mum got me a Tamagotchi as a joke present a couple of years ago. Oh, and I, I No, you don't. Believe me. It is so annoying. It doesn't shut up. I'm like, leave me alone. It's like having a natural child. I'm just like, be quiet. Oh. No, not all. And it kept dying. And I was like, why do well, you keep dying? Danielle, I'm feeding maybe, you. Maybe you're just not doing a very good job of I'm taking I'm not a Tamagotchi care. parent. Oh, oh funny story. So when I was about nine, I had obviously an OG Tamagotchi and I called it Sky and I was like convinced to my mum that um, I was going to name my firstborn like ch- real child called <laughs> like Sky. So I called my Tamagotchi Sky as well. And I remember we went on a holiday and we went to the Eden Project and I left Sky in the car. And oh, I, I thought you were going to say you left Sky at the Eden Project. No! <laughs> But I cried so much. And my mum was like, the car's too far away because it's quite a walk. And we were like in the middle of nowhere in the Eden Project (laughs) when I realised. And she was just like, you can't, like, I'm really sorry. We can't go back and get her. And I was like, she's going to be dead by the time we get back. And my mum was like, 
it's fine. You'll be able to like have a new one. It's it's okay. Like trying to calm me down. And I was just like, absolutely. Oh no. Like, <laughs> I want to go back again. <laughs> My mum was just like, no. Anyway, I vividly remember sitting there eating lunch after we'd like gone round, had such a face like a slapped up. I was like, what a brat. Oh my God. It's so like, I'm like looking at myself now thinking, grow the fuck up. <laughs> but um, I just remember going back to the car and Sky was alive. And I remember my mum being so, so, <laughs> she was like, I paid 50 quid a ticket and you ruined the day. Oh. And I was just like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted Sky to be okay. Like at the time she didn't have a go at me, but like, <laughs> I think when I was like 18, she brought it up and I was just oh. like, don't mean it. Do you mean it? I'm sorry. Oh. I'll take you back to yeah, the Eden Project. Yeah, I was going to say, you should take it back. <laughs> Where even is the Eden Project? Uh, is it like Devon or somewhere like yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. Or Cornwall. Co- yeah, it might be. I don't know. I've never been. No. <laughs> I bet it's, I don't think I'd enjoy it particularly. Apparently, like, they do gigs there now. Like, My oh. Chemical Romance are doing a show at the Eden Project. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. Well, my cam at the at the Eden project. <laughs> at the Let's emo, go. at the emo project. The emo project, yeah. That's definitely um, definitely more like it, isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of emo, <laughs> like the book that I mentioned last week on the pod, the Diary Ooh. of an Oxygen Thief. All I have to say about it is, don't read it. Oh, because that was your ick of the week, and you hadn't even I hadn't even realised <laughs> it is so bad, like. Unless you like reading about the manipulation and abuse of women, just don't go near it. And that's all I have to say. That's all we'll I have to say. We'll be avoiding that one then. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be picking up any more books with weird ass covers, put yeah. it that way. <laughs> I have learnt my lesson. I will stick to my beautiful, bold colours and not weird grey snowman. Yeah. With carrot willies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even notice that. In my review, I chopped it off. I was like, I'm not having a carrot willy on my Instagram. (laughs) Like, people from work follow me. okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, not it. Oh, that's (laughs) very weird. I want to show you the cover now. Wait one sec. It's quite something, isn't it? And it's a New York Times bestseller. Are people okay in New York? (laughs) Or anywhere? (laughs) Like, I think I wrote in my review... Somebody referred to it as like kinky. And I was like, there is nothing kinky yeah. about this book. Yeah. Unless you are actually psychotic. <laughs> like this book is not kinky. I, I mean, ex- we don't like to kink shame, but I think there there's a point. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like to kink shame, but it's a bit odd. Yeah. But you know, if you want to know how odd, read it. If you Where don't... did you buy that book from? Waterstone. Oh, I was gonna say, were you in some like really odd niche shop? little bookshop? <laughs> <laughs> Carrot Willy <laughs> No, just in Waterstones, mind my own business, picked up a pink book um called Block Delete Move On, which I cannot stress enough is amazing. If you are a woman, like go and buy it. I need now. to borrow that book off you. It's so, so good. And the um the woman who wrote it is um on she's got like her own blog called La 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 Let Me Explain. Yeah. And um, she is so nice. Like after I tagged her in the review and a story and stuff, she was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And oh. 
She basically said as well that she makes such a little amount from each book. And I was like so shocked. I think she said 29p from each sale goes to her. And I was thinking... That's the thing with, with books though. Like they get paid in advance, don't they? And oh, like they? usually like publishers will pay the author like an advance uh, and that's their payment. And then they don't really make like royalties off the book. Off each sale. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know how it worked to be honest, but I was like 29p that, like, for 12 I feel like if book. you weren't getting a good advance, yeah. then that, that does sound... Like terrible, but <laughs> yeah. But maybe she got paid like a decent amount yeah. at first. But it's such a good book, honestly. Next time you're like round, you need to just take it and read it because it's so good. What is it like dating advice and? Well, there's a whole section on dating advice and stuff like that, and it's a lot of kind of like what to spot if you you know, emotional abuse and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, um, actually, reading Diary of an Oxygen Thief directly after it was kind of <laughs> ironic because I was like. Oh, about how to spot an abuser and this boy is one of them um it talks about all the types of fuck boy so like narcissistic fuck boy um drug dealing fuck boys <laughs> like well you know and it's every single word that was written in that book i was like preach preach <laughs> preach oh my gosh it's like being back on tinder like seeing people's bios and just being like I can smell a fuckboy in my house. Yeah. Maybe maybe I do need to borrow that book then. I think you'll find it not only funny, like I found it hilarious and obviously I've been in a relationship for nearly five years. So I feel like (laughs) you're going to find it even funnier and even like more relatable. Um, I didn't realise what it was about when I picked it up. You just just like the aesthetic. This is pretty. (laughs) Some lips and a pink cover. We like to see it. But um, but yeah, you definitely need to, to read it. But I just can't believe like I said even even though you mentioned about the advance for a book payment and stuff how little sometimes authors can make off books yeah. especially if you're like a super indie author as well it must be quite hard to make a living off that book and it's like you've put all your like blood sweat and tears yeah. into this book and I'd be like where's my millions <laughs> where is it I don't know but Speaking of indie though, and indie books and bookshops and stuff, I just went into Queer Lit in Manchester for the first time and it was so, so good. I just feel like they wrapped my books individually in like tissue paper and put a little sticker on them and I was just like, I don't get this treatment when I go, you know, down the high street just to a general bookstore. I've not been in yet to Queer Lit. I keep meaning to. It's so good. And they have all little, you know, like cute things that you can buy like for pride. Like they had, you know, the flag that you can like roll on your face and stuff, oh. you know, for the little flag on cheek vibe <laughs> of Pride. But I said to Joe, like, I really want to go to Pride this year because apparently they're making it less commercial because they did that whole concert last year and I just wasn't really here for yeah, it. Yeah, I've not been since 2019, I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. But it was like pre, pre-pandemic, I'm sure. Yeah. I wonder like how much tickets will be this year and... Kind of how it'll be set out because my friend Liam went in 2021 and he said that it was so busy and it was quite like almost scary of how busy it was. Like you couldn't move for people. I don't think I'd enjoy that to be honest. If it was a bit more organised and a bit more neat (laughs) then I will be there. (laughs) Yeah, I think last time I went we... It was that year I think that Ariana Grande was here but we didn't have tickets for... Okay, yeah. For that, we had, like, the wristbands to get onto Canal Street. Yeah, and um, just go in, like, all the different bars yeah, and, and that was really fun, though. Yeah. But, but, like, there was something in Sackville Gardens, 
I think we watched Lulu. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm so jealous. I bet that was amazing. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I bet. But I like stuff like that more than, you know, going to see some, like, massive Same. pop star. I would much prefer to go to, like, the more authentic, in inverted commas, pride. Yeah. Than a massive put-on show. Yeah. I only think a massive put-on show at Pride would be fun if you were VIP and could stand on the, you know, like the raised platform away from everyone else because then you could just be with your mates and it would be quite relaxed. But I think being in that massive crowd, I don't know. It's just a concert. like Yeah, exactly. And that isn't kind of like how Pride originated, is it? And I think there was loads of controversy around like where the proceeds went. Did it go to like LGBTQ plus charities? Which is where it should go, shouldn't it? Like if I was a pop like singer or whatever... I would donate my fee to an LGBTQ plus charity if I was going to perform at Pride. Yeah. I don't need that money. I don't. It's a fact. Whereas people that are displaced and homeless because of being LGBTQ plus do need that money. So exactly. have my fee. But that's just a hypothetical. <laughs> when, you're, I'm not, when you're a pop star. When I'm know. a pop star. <laughs> the next Anne-Marie. <laughs> oh, her personality is a vibe. Oh, oh yeah, she is. I think we, we talked about her on the Brits, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, I she just fell over. Hi, Anne Marie. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, be my friend. <laughs> oh, her book was really good as well. Oh, was it? Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It was, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a blue cover and it's just such a vibey cover. Like, it's very millennial. And, um, and it's just all about loving yourself and things that you can do, you know, to take care of yourself and things like that. But it's not... I feel like sometimes books like that are really... There's a lot of them, basically. Yeah. And sometimes you feel like you're reading over the same yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. But no, she had, like, little QR codes to scan throughout the book as well that were, like, videos of her just, you oh, know, being that's her. That's such, like, a good... <laughs> it's a good idea, yeah. isn't it? Maybe, like, when we get a million um, listeners to this podcast, we could bring out a book. <laughs> <laughs> and we could make QR code videos <laughs> of us just being weird, laughing at, um, uh, <laughs> at well, the end of the anything, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But on that note, I think that brings us to the end of the podcast this week. Yeah, I think so. It's been a good one. Let's hope the sun continues to yeah, shine again. I'm going to go out for a roast now, a little Sunday roast. Very nice. I wish I was going out sunbathing, but alas, we'll have to wait a few <laughs> months for that. The sun has gone down a little bit now, but, know, you know. but it's still out, still bright. We've still got the vibes. Yeah. So thank Definitely. you for listening. Yeah. As usual, you can find us everywhere now. Uh, <laughs> you can find us everywhere. Everywhere, you know, Twitter, Instagram. I think we even have a Facebook page now. Uh, we do, yes. There's nothing on there. There's nothing on there. <laughs> so maybe you could write on our wall. <laughs> Take it right back to 2007. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've um, been on our Twitter, you might have seen that we actually have a WordPress site set up now uh if you subscribe to that you'll get notified you know when a new episode goes up you can listen directly through there we'll be hopefully blogging a little bit in the future as well yeah let us know if there's anything in particular you want us to write about something that's maybe inspired you because of our podcast like maybe you particularly want a book review of a diary an oxygen <laughs> theme i won't do it but <laughs> but you can ask for it um just 
anything we're sort of happy to go with the flow you know this podcast is very much in its infancy but yes we're very here for it and we're enjoying doing it and that's all that matters and don't forget you can actually send us voice messages voice notes uh if you look in the description of the episode you'll see like a link there so if you just wanted to chat to us if you wanted something to be in the show if you just wanted to ask us a question you can do that through that voice note system yeah ask us for advice we're great (laughs) (laughs) right we will see you next week Bye -bye. bye